Thank you for tuning into Brewed Up, a podcast where two LA-based female homebrewers chat, laugh, and learn about craft beer, homebrewing, and whatever else comes to mind. Tyler is based in the San Fernando Valley and has been homebrewing for two and a half years. Lori is based in South LA and has been making cider for seven years. This show is available to listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to Brewed Up. Today we're going to record a very special session. Um, Yesterday, Tyler and I, this is Lolly speaking. Hello, everybody. Tyler and I met up to safely uh, observing all of COVID-19 CDC guidelines. We met up and brewed with our homies to some breweries. And today we have one half of Tucson Breweries, the femme adorb Lulu half. She's here with us today. She's, oh my God, she's so cute. She, I see her on Zoom. Anyway, um, welcome Lulu. We want to talk about her brew day. We brewed it in Oktoberfest. But before we get into everything, I would like to review and share with everybody at home, what is everybody drinking? Tyler. Hi. <laughs> um, thanks for having me. Hi, thank you. Um, I'm drinking a Belgian blonde ale that I brewed a little bit ago. It's been conditioning. Um, very Belgian-y. It's a little bit too Belgian-y, but mm-hmm. I think it's a de- decent try. It's actually the one I entered into that by competition. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, but, uh, Blessings. at a whopping 7.6%. So I'll be trashed in a couple minutes, but I didn't really have anything else to drink. So homebrew it is. And our friend Lulu, who's visiting <sighs> us, Lulu, what are you drinking today? Hey guys. Thank you hey. for having me. And today I'm drinking graffiti IPA from Boomtown artist series. And it is an 8.4. And I love oh. the graffiti on that can. I love that can. It looks like the Krylon spray paint can. Yeah. And for those I've of you who... have been seeing those on the Instagrams. Yes. Cool. Uh, Boomtown is a loco LA brewery. And it is the site of me and Tyler's first date. Oh, yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> That's Aww. true. Yeah, that is why I first met you, and mm-hmm. uh, and that was my my first SoCal side by side. I was meeting. Period. Mm-hmm. So I met a bunch of people there. It's cool. It's cool. Super cool. Super great brewery. They have pretty solid beers every time. I'm never disappointed. Yeah, I love I like their beers. Yes. I don't and think I've been there since. I feel bad. I should go back. You can't go back. Sorry, right Boomtown. Yes. I know. I'm drinking a cider that I made, and it's fine. It's whatever. 
Don't be so down on yourself. No, I mean, it's adequate. I had higher hopes, but you can't always get what you want. Well, what kind of cider is it? Can you give us some little more details? Cider. I put habanero in it. I did not put enough of the pith or the seeds. It's peppery, but not spicy. And then I thought that was boring. So then I added rose, maybe too much rose, but whatever. It's, It's fine. It's like a little warming, a little floral. It's a thing. I, yeah, it's, it's a thing. thing. It's a thang thang. Cool. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Thank you. Yes, cheers to our second guest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell Kika we would have obviously loved to have him here. Sorry, not Kika. Oh he God. misses you guys. Insider <laughs> information. Yeah, he was, um, I know we'll talk about our, our brew day, but he was definitely, thanks for letting us use your brewery, like your whole, you know, assetment, equipment setup, sorry, for your home brew. They have like three kegels. It's legit. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. You guys are welcome anytime to come thank in. Thank you. I want to be on that brew level. with us. I like thank that you, setup. Yeah. So just to get all of our listeners up to speed, um, Lulu and her partner, boyfriend, Ezekiel, have what we call twosome breweries, and they homebrew, but you guys also, like, um, you guys are very dialed into kind of like the local craft scene, and you review a lot of beers, and I think you're both very knowledgeable in different breweries and different practices, Um you're kind of an IPA head. Is that true or no? Yes. And it's funny because I hated IPAs just like (gasps) y'all did. And um, yeah, just little by little tastings here and there, especially in the beginning of mine and Ezekiel's relationship. I hated beer. I didn't like it. But, you know, with drinks here and there and him bringing like, hey, try this. Or I want you to, you know, experiment experience trying beer here and there so of course I became a hop head and I've been loving beer ever since <laughs> how long ago was this well we've been together for 12 years now and Ooh. um yes girl. thank wow. you oh my gosh that's so cute yeah and then our page our twosome brewery page it started off as like a our friends would always come up to us and asking us, what breweries did you guys go to? You guys go everywhere. Tell us. Tell us what you guys drank or, you know, some insight of beers or what you guys are drinking. So we got kind of tired of our friends just asking us all the time on spot because sometimes we just go to so many places where they ask you and you just don't know how to respond. Like you go blank, you know. So we came up to the, up, you know, we did this page for us to go to breweries. So it's to some breweries, you know. And to some. Yeah. And so we, we went to breweries. We let you guys know how we liked our experience there, what beers we had. And, you know, a lot of people caught on to that. So. And then within all this, going to breweries and everything, we just decided like, hey, why don't we make our own beer one day? And here we are now. So you guys started, kind of started the page almost as a way to kind of record and document all your little beer adventures. And as a couple, um, 
checking into local breweries was kind of one of the things that you enjoyed doing together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like it's been a hobby of ours that we love doing, just checking out the sites and the beers and, you know, all that. Do you know how many breweries that you've been to so far? Honestly, Mm. off the top of my head, I don't, we don't like to count. We're always just putting it on our page. So I probably want to say more than 80 for sure that we've been to. Oh, yeah. For sure, more than 80, but like as a total count, we don't, I don't know. I would have to go back (laughs) in my page and like count everything. It's almost like when you're like, the next day after drinking, you like feel a little hungover, but like you look at pictures and you're like, ugh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> All this stuff. Has there has there been a brewery that's like really stood out to you both that you've been like, I don't know, that's just really stood out to you? The one that we love and, you know, it's always going to be our number one is Stone in Escondido, only because that patio and... You know, you get to relax in the lawn chairs and they have like a little lake in there and it's kind of like a little cute hike while you enjoy your beer. You know what I mean? And the food there is amazing. So for us, that's always going to be our number one spot. I've never been to the Stone. Is that one of the first places you guys went to or? Actually, yeah, because we always are down in San Diego and that's the first spot we always stop by. And he well, used like to sentimental. like, yeah. yeah, he used to always like be so into stone beer, even now, but be, that's how he started into his IPA game. And yeah. when we first went to San Diego the first time, that's, of course, we had to go to Escondido. Yeah. Like I'm not a big IPA fan, but like I'm down for stone products. I love that pog right now. I, I yes. love the pog. That pog is for amazing. Those who- Mm-hmm. Berliner Weiss with, say it, passion fruit, orange, guava. Yeah. Is that the pod? Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And that uh, that new, was it lime lager is pretty good. Mm. I mean, you know, any crispy I'm down for, but that's just like an easy beer to buy and people are going to drink it at a party. Like I bought a case for, we had a low-key office gathering the other week and I bought a case of 12, not thinking anyone was going to touch it. It was gone in like 10 minutes. I was like, you drunkards. <laughs> but it's just for hot weather. It's like perfect drink. So I've, I've been, I've been, you know, warming up to stone lately. Their, their tap room, the Pasadena tap room is kind of right by my job. So I'll pop in every I once th- in a while. But I think one thing that would make like a craft that does make a craft brewery very successful and that gives it sustainability something that like stone has or like Sierra Nevada, it's the consistency piece. And so I think that's one thing that you can really count on for a a brand like stone is it's going to taste the same if you're drinking it in Minneapolis or you're drinking it in San Diego or you're in LA or, you know, you get it at a CVS or something. It's going to taste the same. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys um, like in terms of what you're home brewing um what have you guys recently homebrewed anything special anything like cool in the plans well what we just did was the um peaceful protest as you know some of you guys out there that are probably listening have heard of and that was a cool collaboration with um 
North Long Beach. Uh, she, he's a home brewing, and so is Hop House Brewing. Um, okay. We he they brought up the idea, and so we just went with it, and it was awesome. So we each did our own beer, you know, at our own facilities or houses or whatever, and we put our our end to it. So, which made it more like this is Tucson's beer, that's Hop House, that's how they did theirs or whatever. So, it was really cool. And the outcome of it came out really, really good. Um, you know, we're really grateful for Super those. Super good. Yeah, those people that, you know, supported our cause and, you know, why we did the beer and everything. So, how much did you yeah, end up why? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, what was the, so what was the cause behind the beer? Like, what was the whole, like, yeah. so everything that's, you know, happening right now with Black Lives Matter, we wanted to help that organization and especially everything that's happening around the world right now with all that. So we just said, how can we help into doing something? So we did the beer and we asked people, hey, if you want a can, donate to the organization or any partners, you get a free can. And we also did some free coasters for the first 10 people that ordered it. So oh, people cool. really love that. And, um, you know, again, we can't thank our supporters enough for that and for helping out an organization too. I think Lulu's kind of touching on something that some people might be curious about is like, um, as home brewers, um, you know, we, we drink for our own personal consumption and for us in the club, like we'll have a homebrew fest and this and that, but you can't really like, uh, sell homebrew legally. And that's something that's like a workaround. Um, but homebrewers are able to donate their beer and that's one of the ways that home brewers can do it is, uh, I know a couple other people, it's a really great method is to say, I have this beer, I want to give it to you, show me like a philanthropy that you've dedicated or donate to something and I'm going to give you a homebrew as a gift. Like we do it with the um, homebrew fests, we're able to serve homebrew to paying customers because the cost of the ticket is going to... Uh, an organization or something. I actually have a friend, his workaround, although it, I mean, he was a, he's a social activist, but his workaround was buy a sticker, get a free pint of homebrew as a gift because yeah. you can't, again, you can't sell it. So that's an awesome way to work around. And I don't know if anyone knows this, but um, Tucson, like they, you guys canned it and you had a label. It was so, so cool like professional crisp it was like i got a delivery of like a sexy hype beer to my door <laughs> you know i loved it oh, thank you yeah we um we were really excited about the whole idea of you know people donating and how you know our supporters responded to it so I went out and I uh, was like, you know, we should do like a whole little commercial of the can. I'm sure you guys saw the video. Um, one of our friends, he's a professional photographer. So he had gone out to take pictures in the, in the protests that were going on throughout LA. So I asked mm. him to use some footage of that. And we also, me and Ezekiel went to the actual um, 
mural for Black Lives Matter. It's one of the largest in LA. So I was like, why not do a quick little shoot with the can? And so I put everything together and did some editing and put it in a video that you guys saw. So I'm glad you guys liked it. (laughs) It was hard. It was it was hard work. But how the way it came out is just like imagination and just putting it together. And that's what I like to do. So I will cool. admit, I um, I support y'all, but I was so I un, I guess I underestimated the amount of support that y'all have because those cans sold out in like a day or two. Yeah, literally, it, it, we and, made a total of sixty. Yeah, sixty cans. Yeah, and they ran out within that day yeah. that we posted it. So. I regret not swooping on that quick, quick dumbass. <laughs> I mean, shit. I and mean, I mostly felt bad too because y'all had supported uh, the Valley Bags and got some Black is Beautiful beers. So sorry, but no, next time I'll happen. know. Next time I'll be like, yeah, do some. Well, well I think- we love supporting any like any but home brewers, especially like you know yeah. if they're coming out with a can, bottle, whatever. We love yeah. supporting everybody, you know. I feel That's like you guys are like <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are so in tune with like the kind of like visual aspect, like marketing aspects of like beer, you know, like most home brewers, you know, it's like, here's a bottle, here's a bottle or whatever. And, and I feel like you guys put a lot of attention and care into like the presentation um, so, you know, like we we're saying, like the whole canning, the label, it looked really nice. And well, it's like know, a huge, I mean, that's Lulu's a huge a part designer. of like, <laughs> sorry to cut you off. True. Yeah. Lulu is a badass designer slash architect, mm-hmm. bad bitch. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like you and you and your partner, you guys both have um, skill sets that you utilize in your professional life. Like he's, he's got his his finger on like, like retail and commercial. He kind of knows that, that biz. He sees a lot of it firsthand. You are an architect. You have a designer brain. You're like an artist brain. And then you both love craft beer. And I feel like that all like comes together. Can you speak to that a little bit? Like what's your. Yeah. So definitely he's into the whole marketing and seeing like the, you know, visual side of it. Well, I look at it as like the, um, yeah, like the artist part of putting it together, like the videos, the media part, the let's post this, let's pop it with this, you know, this song or whatever. So, uh, you know, we're a good team together. Like we yeah. work well putting everything together, even when it comes to making recipes. Like he comes up with an idea and we put my twist in it and we have, you know, the Rubia, the Sandia beer, the watermelon beer that you guys love. So, you know, working with somebody that, you know, puts a perfect twist into everything just works out perfect for us. So I would say we work, we're an awesome team. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's what I was... That's why I think like your name twosome is really good. You both have skill sets that like touch on it and it's, I'm sorry, but like, that's a super cool hobby for a couple. You're brewing, you're marketing, you're like influencers. Um, but then you also 
you guys like work, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week at your own jobs. But like, I think it's really cool. It's a really cool way to express yourself too as a couple. See the love. Yeah. So um, yeah. when we were talking, um, we were just, let, let's talk about how the whole idea of the brew day came together. So yeah, it was uh, Janet's, it was Janet's birthday's birthday zoom call and i mean i was like lulu i want to come because i was like i want to come brewing our system i've been wanting to because it just it looks like a dope system yeah and um janet was like me too and Lori, you're like me too and um i don't remember why we decided on the oktoberfest i think we we're kind of throwing some ideas around and thinking about like what's coming up and what kind of thing we could do that's fun for the club and Oktoberfest kind of just made its way into the into the conversation. And I honestly, I've been wanting to make one. I kind of wanted to go this year, but all that shit happened. But I was like, I want to go to Oktoberfest. I've been kind of reading about it and stuff. So, um, yeah, we decided Oktoberfest would be a fun, like, halloween theme style situation. Um, you guys can talk about our plans <laughs> for that because I'm – I was, I know, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, we were like, let's just do an Oktoberfest Marzen, like lager beer, challenge ourselves. Because it is, I think it's a challenging style. I mean, I think it is. I hope it comes out good. Lulu, have you done a lager before? Um, we did. We did a lager before. Um, not an Oktoberfest, just like a regular Mexican lager. Um and literally, that was, like, one of the hardest brews we've ever done. Not to brew it, really. It's just to maintain the temperature temperature control. It was, like, our baby. Like, we were, we, I remember we brewed it. We went on vacation. And we had to keep calling his mom, like, how's the uh, lager? Did you uh, change, <laughs> did you change the, uh, like, the ice on it? Like, <laughs> That's the thing with a lager. It's like I was, I did not fuck with lagers until I had a fridge with a temp controller because I was like, I I can't, it's too much, you know? We really want to do another lager. It's just, you know, really time consuming when it comes to just lagering it, really. But we might end up doing that. Yeah, I mean, how I kind of, yeah, I was I say how I cut the time down is like the fermentation really shouldn't take that much longer than normal. It should still be around like two, maybe two and a half weeks. And then I just lager in the keg. And I don't we've talked about this a couple of times on the show. I'm like, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but it works. And, you know, if you're going to put it into a keg anyway at that same temperature to carbonate and whatever, might as well just two-in-one situation so i think yeah. like yeah that whole fermentation control that's that's the hardest part for sure i feel like most things that are lagered it, they get put into secondary to lager anyway so it also makes shape makes it also makes sense to like put it in a keg and then lager it from there but i was thinking that i think you have to have like cons like a fr refrigeration i think especially in southern california I have like the ice pack cooler thing right now and eh, I'm not convinced it's consistent. You have to have that consistent temp control that you can rely on. Um, 
Yeah. You were talking, Lulu, about doing ice packs, which is something I'm currently doing right now. I wake up, I go to make coffee, but before I even get to make coffee, I have to do ice packs and like see how the yeah, ice ice packs are tough. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Especially when it's I don't know, like it's hot. We're in a heat wave right now. I wake up and these these bitches are like soft and lukewarm and I'm a little worried. So whatever. <laughs> Would it be good? I'm telling you, I don't know. The fridge, the fridge is the fridge is the way to go. Uh, yeah, it is it's the way cheap. to go. It's full of beer. It's cheap. It's easy. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to stress out about it. It's the way to go. So yeah, I mean the Oktoberfest. Like, hopefully, we're ha- hoping to have it ready by October. Usually, Oktoberfest is like since September, from what I understand. Um at least in like modern times. And, um, you know, I, I just thought that style was kind of going to be a cool, fun challenge because it's like malty, but it's not sweet, but it's dry, but it's not, you know, there's no hop character. And I'm like, that sounds like easy, like, but not really. And so I was a little, uh, I don't know. I was kind of a little not stressed out about it, but I was like, okay, let's do this. Hopefully it comes out good. But yeah. That I, color of it though was so it looked so tasty already. It was beautiful. The color was really good. And I was pretty pumped about the color. Wait, what was in the what I'm, was the green to try it? Yeah, I mean the recipe's like not very crazy. I did some research and it was like throw a bunch of Munich in there and I was like fuck gags I love Munich <laughs> so I did some Munich dark and Munich dark and Munich light um some Vienna malt and then some melanoidin so it's kind of like I don't know it's basically if I'm looking at the recipe now it's like 25% Munich dark 25% Vienna 40 around 40% Munich light and like 10% melanoidin and then just some like bittering hops at the beginning, or not really bittering, but some hops at the beginning to bitter it, and that's it. Yeah, that's right. And we just got sixteen it. minute. Yeah, and then we were like, we gotta get that Oktoberfest lager, like yeast from Lulu came through, went to Long Beach. Yeah, I was like, we need to call people now because <laughs> yeah. it is the season to, you know, make. Oktoberfest like yeah. now so they could be ready for a season so I was like I'm gonna have to call so I made my calls and they're like we have two packets I'm like save them for me save <laughs> them. that was a group Put effort my name on it <laughs> you, yeah, we, we called you a couple shops oh, yeah good job very good and also shout out to Simi Valley Homebrew for yes the incredible discounts and sponsorship of the ingredients. Thank you. And then also because we're lo- we lagered it, we had to make a starter for extra oomph. And that's interesting too. We lagered a thing. Yeah, it'll be cool. So mm-hmm. when it's all ready, we'll have some announcements on like how we're gonna disperse it, and we want to make it fun. And want to make it like cerveceras, Halloween shenanigans. <laughs> cerveceras. Oh, yeah. 
so we'll we'll have a little fun with it so you guys just keep an eye on an eye on that so oh yeah and obviously want to shout out so shout out to lulu and easy for letting us into your home and letting us use your brewery um and easy for making bomb ass right carne asada and chicken um ribs salad he went all out (laughs) yeah the ribs i'm so glad i got the ribs like those Mm -hmm. were so good and simi valley homebrew shop um where i work part-time they provided all the ingredients except the yeast but all the grains all the hops so thank you so much for that oh you're welcome you guys are welcomed anytime i'm excited for this beer i feel like you only get to have it every once in a while and shout out to dana she came through too yeah wasted brewery for sure yeah fun times but uh All right, so anyway, we will, uh, Lulu, thank you so much for coming on to the show, Brewed Up. Thanks for talking about you and Easy's. you know, how you guys started, what you guys are up to now. Everyone should follow you at To Some Breweries. That's T-W-O, Some Breweries. Breweries is a difficult word to say, but... <laughs> Follow at to some breweries. Um, they put out really dope content, really dope beer related content. And yeah, just follow their follow their story. Follow their what's what's going on. I know you guys probably have some cool stuff planned coming up. And you know, we want to keep an eye on you. So and also just keep following us for the Oktoberfest release. Uh, I think that'll be really fun. We're good. We'll do something fun with it. So, cheers, girl. All right. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Brewed Up Podcast. And subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Please feel free to also rate and review the show. The Brewed Up music is produced by LA legend producer Elusive.